It's a super films cast. 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 Super films cast. Super films cast. Super 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 films. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. <laughs> that is hey, 200 straight episodes of that. 200 episodes. This is our 200 episode extravaganza, blowout, awesome party. We've done 200 of these, Adam, which is probably less than we probably should have if we were consistent during the uh 2020 2021 time i think okay so think. The, so you're gonna you're gonna no you know i'm sorry or? i'm not mad no it's my fault it's my fault uh no trace i'm not gonna let you take the fall for this my fault it's okay but we're at 200 we we reached the big two zero zero we're still doing this podcast when did we start and when did we start adam uh, I mean, it was pretty close to whenever you guys started GC. GC? It was. I think it was uh, 2017, right? That sounds about right. All right. And it's it's been a ride. We used to have three hosts. We had we had Spencer. Well, we had two. We had two. Then we had three. Then we had three. Then someone, you know... Loved his wife too much and couldn't be on the podcast anymore. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. Better with two. Yeah. Better with that's what but, I would say about the games cast. It was better with two. But what about um uh one of the, one of the first things we did was we went through our favorite twenty five movies of all time. We did do that. And uh we're it's been a few years. It's been maybe five years. We've grown. We've we've matured matured. Mm-hmm. We've become adults. Yes. We've kind of grown up, you know, a little bit. That's what this podcast is about, growing up. I think this is growing up. <laughs> yes. And uh, we're going to do our top, we're going to redo our top 25 films of all time. See what's changed. See how we've changed, how we've grown as people. Okay. But before that, Adam. Do we want to do that after? People are going to be waiting for our top 25, so we, we should do a little oh, bit of... Oh, so we're teasing? We're teasing. Okay. We should do Shrek. So, so we're making you guys sit through a review of Shrek the Third. Yes. I think so. Okay. Yeah. They can skip ahead if they want. Yeah. You know, we got the technology to do that. We watched Shrek the Third. We did. It's the third Shrek movie. Aptly named. Shrek the Third. Uh, this is the plot is pretty much Shrek and Fiona are taking duties as king and queen as Fiona's dad the king and with Shrek you know he's taking those duties literally he is taking those duties literally is there a scene early on where he's getting his butt scratched uh, yeah yes. of course there is Right. that's not something a king would do no it's it's you would think there would be more ogres in this world and there would be more seemingly only two only two 
for you, now. Right? Who knows what happens in the next one? And well, they got what do those you mean? Kids. At the end, they have and all they got those kids. They too, have yeah. all the ogre babies. I think in the fourth one there is some like more ogres though in it. Wow, he I finds think. his people. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the the prince the uh, the king is dead or dying, and um, Shrek he says that Shrek is going to be king. He's the the next in line. He's like, I don't want to be king. Is that Casper's? Yes, Shrek? that's Casper's Shrek. Okay. That's a very inside baseball impression. And uh, they're like, "Well, there's one heir, and you got to go find him and bring him back, and he can be king." Yeah, right. On the flip side, you got but Prince... but you get you forgot about how hilarious it was when the frog was dying. It was going on way too long, with and the he was coughing. Dying. And then you thought he died, and then he didn't die. Right. And then he was coughing some more. Right. That was all fun. Uh, and Trey then, was against this movie, and it was because of one scene, which we'll get to. Later. <laughs> what was the scene? And one scene. What that was I said, the scene? I said, uh, "Oh, this is why Trey didn't like this movie." <laughs> what scene was this? And you, you want to jump ahead? I kind of do. I'm interested to what. What are you going to slight me with this time? When all the princesses decided they weren't going to be damsels anymore, and they were going to take things into their own hands, I could just see Trey. Just say I'm gonna. Okay, get up. you know I'm what? Get up from the couch, and I'm gonna I hide my granola before Austin. I want to be this guy. I don't like this person, but it has to be said. When that happens, and the queen busts through the wall, why didn't you do that like 30 minutes ago in the movie? Why are you just doing this now? What, just headbutt to... She headbutts two walls and she's fine. Stonewall. Well, she's a, she's a little cross-eyed oh, for a, a second. A little cross-eyed. But, like, we're, they're having this big, like, fight, and we need to get out now. We, what are we going to do? And she could have done this the whole time. And, like, they don't even comment on it. Like, it would have... Okay, if they had, like, commented on it, it might be okay. That's the joke. They don't. It's just this movie... It's kind of the... I think this movie's just a little lazy. And it just doesn't. Oh, oh, a, yeah, a little it's very lazy. lazy. <laughs> it's pretty lazy. It's pretty lazy. Like it's just the the jokes just don't land. You know, like the, the I whole, had some fun with the, some of the sure with some of the jokes. I don't think it was the most. I don't think it was like abysmal. Where's the baby? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was abysmal. Where's the baby? Is a good line and uh-huh. uh, a line so nice. They said it twice. <laughs> they brought it back later in the movie because uh-huh. they were like, we know this is gonna fucking kill to bring back where's the baby but like you know they're trying to find this uh prince and so they, it's like this high school version that's that's the worst part of the it movie. is the worst part and and i think because all the humor kind of in the first one was like very fairy tale centric humor right. they don't really like make references to like i mean they do i guess disney world they have that there right I, it was just too much of it this this time around you know the- the high school stuff is bad. And, and uh, they're doing like the same joke where it's like, what if we did Valley Girl and right. Middle East? And they did it like three different times yeah. immediately. Uh-huh. I was like, All right, well, come on, just just move it forward just a yeah. little bit. And, and the whole, and I just thought like the kid who's supposed to be the king they talk how many they mention how many times how much of a loser he is. Like there's nothing about him that is that is a loser. Right. Like yeah. it's not these it's not like he's some ugly kid. It's not like he's like clumsy. It's not like he does stupid things. It's it's 
if they just say no, he's a loser. So <laughs> no, you, no, you, you understand. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't <laughs> this guy, make this sense. Guy sucks. <laughs> they just they, they did nothing to make you believe that. And right, I mean, you could say it's a kids' movie, but I think there's. Well, I'll mention you know one of the movies I watched was Paddington one okay. and two, and that's you, a very you watch both both of them. Okay, those are very smart kids' movies. They do smart things in those. They're they're well crafted. This just wasn't well crafted. You didn't think it was. Uh... It was funny that Donkey and Puss in Boots switched? No. <laughs> you didn't think that was so funny? Not really. I don't get why they had to do that. They're, I don't know. I guess like it was supposed to make them more friends because they were kind of adversaries. Yeah, there's know. not really anything there. Yeah. They don't learn any real lessons. Well, like, even I thought I thought the whole idea of like Prince Charming going to round up all the villains who are misunderstood. Right. But that doesn't really go anywhere either. Like, that's a good idea. Yeah. They, it's just kind of like a basic yeah. thing for a second. And then all of that is completely dropped. Right. Uh, just, they had some good ideas, but. Well, overall, I would say as an expecting father, I related <laughs> sure quite a related, bit to Shrek. Yeah. I related to Shrek. What yeah. can I say? You, you did. I was. Af- I'm. Af- I'm afraid he <laughs> cries and poops, and because they're ogres, they cry more and poop. They more. do a lot more. And I'm afraid. I what don't. if? What if Gina births your baby and it's ten <laughs> dragon donkey dragon hybrids. donkeys? I gotta. I gotta tip my cap to her. I say this. I did not expect this. She goes. It's none of my business. <laughs> uh. The donkeys singing "Cats in the Cradle" to Shrek. It was very funny. <laughs> I that's legitimately funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't think the um the the song choices. I thought actually the song choices were okay, but they didn't. They did the they did it horribly. Yeah, they were the, so mismanaged. In the one the they have the Snow White thing where they do immigrant song just to get yeah. to the uh ah. Yeah, and they get to that, they and cook. then they cut it, and then go to Barracuda for right. no reason. No, it's, it's just like you could have just kept immigrant song. Totally going. kept that song going, <laughs> but I think it was because they wanted it because it's you know a lady song. Yeah, I could see that, and I, I wonder because like there's there's they always say, and I don't know if this is true anymore because it seems like there's more Led Zeppelin now than ever. But they've always said like Led Zeppelin was very stingy about letting anyone use their music. Right, but like. They used it. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like they they were yeah. able to pay for it, and then they only used a part of it. Right. And it's not like and, and, even and it's like, not like it's cheaper to use and, just a little piece of it. And the whole like emotional in part, like they're trying to have their hallelujah with uh, nine crimes. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And it's like, well, first of all, like, and it does the thing where, which in the first movie I didn't like, but I could forgive it. But this, it's the whole. I did something, but you've misunderstood what I did, and now we're going to be sad about it. Yeah. And it just didn't hit. I don't know. It was just not very well crafted. How did you feel about um, uh, the Gingerbread Man flashback? Was that this one? Was that this? Maybe it wasn't. No, it was. I think it yeah, was, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they, they went and they were like torturing him. And then yeah. they, were, they were asking Pinocchio about... Uh, where he was or some shit yeah do you think they probably are kicking themselves for killing off john lithgow's character yeah oh yeah. for sure like it is pretty yeah pretty brutal that's just like oh like farquad would be yeah very nice to have here instead we right this prince charming deal yeah they're like oh we gotta make five of these or whatever right 
And they, the most frustrating part for them, I would imagine, is that they just threw away Farquad so easily. They did, yeah. Like there wasn't like a deserved death. Even it was just kind of. All right, the dragon eats him. Yeah, it, yeah. It's. I think there was some. It's like a Christmas special where he's like a ghost. Uh, they couldn't. Like they, they, it's it's so easy to be like, yeah, he escaped. I mean, they have fucking right. Boba Fett escape the Snarlax pit. Yeah, you know, huh? Snorlax pit. Yeah, Sarlax pit. There we go. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with with yeah. any of it. I think this movie was okay. Yeah, and I might be being too harsh. I think it was. It was. I mean, obviously, it's not no. as good as the first Shrek. No, what movie could be? Nothing it could be better than the first Shrek. But um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Shrek the third. Bad. Well, it's, you know. Well, it's, it, did I watch it's, it? it was on HBO. We made the move from Peacock to HBO. We did, and I don't know where you can watch the fourth one. Uh, I don't think we're it's gonna on find HBO. out. Oh, good. I'll have to pay yeah. money to see. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shrek, Shrek, the Shrek Forever. I think after. it might actually. I've, I think I've seen like it's better than this one. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Only one way to find out. Yeah, let's watch it. What else have you been watching, Adam? Uh, Trey, last night I watched Rosemary's Baby. I love Rosemary's Baby. This is my first time seeing it. I, it was something that I've felt bad about not seeing. Um, it's a movie that I have lied to people about seeing and just been like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen it. Uh, haven't seen it. Another great movie to watch is An Expecting Father. Uh, why are you doing this? Well, why not? All <laughs> movies are about are about this in just, one way or another. Just watch, uh, watch Eraserhead next. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, no, like I finished rosemary's baby and i was like i felt the same way i did after the first time i saw the shining and i was like yeah that's like one of my favorite movies yeah it's very good i did not spoiler alert for my top 25 list i did not put it on my top 25 list because i haven't seen it more than once okay um oh is that your criteria i i think it's very hard to say hey this is one of my 25 favorite movies and just like I guess, have only I guess, seen it. I once. guess I have like a r- couple recent ones down there that I've like recently seen. Okay, I mean, there's. But we'll we'll talk about it. There's nothing wrong with it, but uh, like I have a feeling that in a whatever a few years after I've watched it, a few more times. I need to rewatch it. it I I really liked it when I saw it. Uh, it rules. Yeah. It's like and the, and the the dialogue is like if it sounds like it's was written today like it's very natural and um it's yeah it's it's very you go you got it's spooky one of my favorite uh movie things uh it's an anagram <laughs> they're going they're moving the letters around she's pouring out the scrabble titles yeah. trying to figure out what the anagram is i said ooh, now this i can get it's, into it's you know like in like it kind of hereditary vibes i mean well, obviously heredi- hereditary you know hereditary is very Definitely, much yeah. like base yeah like Ari Aster has said like yeah yeah I, Rosemary I, Baby, Rosemary's Baby where'd you watch it uh I rented it on Amazon okay excellent movie uh also I learned a lot about I'm reading a book about um about Chinatown okay the movie Chinatown yeah, yeah, yeah. uh it's kind of about so it's about Roman Polanski and uh our good friend Bob Evans mm-hmm. uh, plays a big role in it, and stuff like, and Jack Nicholson, and 
all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if I knew all of Roman Polanski's story. Like, you're kind of siding with him now. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, would, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go that far, you know. But um, so he lived through the Holocaust in Warsaw. His family lived, uh, like in Eastern Poland. Uh-huh. I want to say, and they were like, "All right, well, we want to get away from this." And so they went to Warsaw, which is like the worst place they could have gone. Yeah. They went. His mom got killed in the Holocaust. That's bad news. That's bad news. He he moves to America, and in the meantime, he's like living through all the bombings and stuff, and very interested in like what makes film cameras work and building his own and stuff like that. Um, and then he goes to America. He goes the Sharon Tate stuff, which I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the Cielo Drive stuff and she gets uh yeah, killed they uh and um b- Brad Pitt kills him. Yeah. Yeah, and Brad yeah, Pitt yeah. kills him. Yeah. Um what I didn't know and I knew that like Sharon Tate was killed by the Manson family. I knew that they were together. I didn't know that th- police didn't immediately know it was the Manson family. And he got kind of skewered in the media cuz he had just made Rosemary's baby. Uh, and everybody was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is like the chickens coming home to roost right. for you. Like, obviously, and he was out of the country. Like, people were still like, no, you planned all this. You're a Satanist. Oh, uh, not not like a Kubrick thing where, hey, this movie you made made people want to do it. It was no, him well, being a Satanist. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's okay, a I guess few it could different, be, yeah, like, yeah. it's all of that kind of stuff. Okay. And, um, and like, the way it, it was... It it made them believe that it was someone who knew them the way the murderers yeah. were it was who knew Sharon and and all those people and so he is like investigating his friends mm-hmm. to try to figure out who murdered his wife he's like Jeez. breaking into their garages and pulling like swabs off their cars he's checking there's a pair of eyeglasses that were left on the ground at it and so like he goes to bruce lee's optometrist appointment with him to like check his what his lenses are to see if they match and stuff like that and that like for a long time he was like kind of went insane with like trying to figure out who it was that murdered yeah sharon tate and then he raped a little girl there you go uh so (laughs) so uh just you know after a certain amount of time you just uh (laughs) Uh, that's that's a tough one, buddy. Uh, enjoy your time not in America. Still making movies, though. Still making movies. Yeah. Pianist, Oscar award. There you go. Uh, Adrian Brody won, I guess. But yeah. um, yeah. Anything so there else? you go. Uh, that was the big thing. I don't think I watched anything else that was new. I mean, I've been watching. Frasier. Daphne's fat now. Oh no. Mm-hmm. So. Austin's still here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll keep mine short. That that's like a that's yeah, not yeah. just a comment, that's something that happens in the show. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um I'll say Barbarian for last. Uh watch the Elvis movie. Oh yeah? It is, yeah, it's it's a lot. It is a whole lot. Um then I watched the two Paddington movies. And uh, those are very delightful. 
uh, they borderline schmaltzy for me, which it doesn't get there. It's it's it. They're good. They're very good uh, kids movies and mm-hmm. very smart and very fun. Uh, I, I I think um like Elephant Man was way too like schmaltzy for me, where I couldn't. I just didn't like it. Though I think we've had a conversation. I don't know if I really like um 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 bears. <laughs> no, bears. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I, uh, I'm really that big of a fan of David Lynch as much as I oh, thought I was, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I love Twin Peaks. That's probably the best thing he's ever done, but his movies, I'm maybe not as, as much of a fan. Gotcha. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Uh, Paddington, great. Watch both of them. They're really good. They, they really are like, you know, all the hype around how great they are. They're, they're really good. Uh, I watched Perfect Blue, which is an anime. Okay. I watched um no comments about Perfect No, it's Blue. very good too. Actually, it's funny cuz that movie it's like, oh, I've seen this and like five other things. Yeah. Cuz like it's the whole idea of it's an actress and she is uh her reality is sort of being warped about like who she is and cuz if you ever see oh, there's an episode of BoJack or actually there's a whole season of BoJack Horseman that's a bit like this. And also Black Swan was compared to this movie. Okay. Um Actually, Aronofsky has used this movie a lot in his movies, as far as shots go. Uh, I watched. I felt like uh, I was in a bit of a Boston mood, so okay. I watched Manchester by the Sea and oh. I watched uh, Gone Baby Gone. Did you just like want to feel sad? I guess I did. I don't Manchester know. Manchester by the Sea is. I I like Manchester by the Sea. I loved a lot. it. Yeah. Uh, was that the first time you saw it? First time. It's very good. Yes, it is very sad. Casey Affleck. Good job, good job in that movie. Uh, yes. Bad job uh, with the other stuff. Lucas Hedges too. I've always liked Lucas Hedges. Yeah, anything he's in, so mm-hmm. he was great. That movie's fantastic. It is very sad, but it's fantastic. Gone Baby Gone's good. Um, maybe not as fantastic. I like. I don't know. I like movies like Manchester by the Sea, where it's more just like characters talking. Right. You know, it's like really cool. Uh, and then uh, I saw watch Blood Simple, the first Coen Brothers movie oh, okay. they've ever made. And it feels just like a Coen Brothers movie. They they had their tone down immediately. It wasn't like a Wes Anderson thing where they worked <laughs> their way. Uh, well, I mean, no, it it feels like an early Coen Brothers movie. You know, it, it's it's uh folksy cops and uh, Francis McDormand. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then uh, I watched Barbarian. So people have been talking about this movie a lot. Yeah, and I just I just had a friend text me about it asking if I'd oh, seen wow. it. Oh wow. Uh, it is a movie. I think it's very well done. Uh, Zach Krager is the director, and he's from The Whitest Kids You Know, that group. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Horsestick.mpeg. It's a, definitely a movie that, and this is such a generic statement, and I never say this, but I think it actually is true for this one. You just don't go into it knowing anything. Okay. Um, because it does a certain things where I feel like, I don't know how good it would be a second viewing, you gotcha. know? Okay. Um, certain things they do. Uh, it, people are like talking about like, I've never been this scared and it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in a movie. I I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I, I feel like there's things in this that I have seen before, you know, but I think it's well done. I think it's, I think it's pretty 
scary and funny and Justin Long's in it and I've always liked Justin Long so you know did you go to a theater to see I went this? to a theater to see oh. it's only on the only in theaters right what, now what uh, what theater I went to uh, Alamo Draft House and it okay. got really cold did you really have cold. a cookie shake I did not have anything I'm, on a, I'm uh, watching my cows Austin hey that's good you know didn't have anything there but I was very hungry maybe I should have gotten something no no no, no. you did it you survived yeah uh, did not get a whole tub of popcorn uh, it, it's very good at being creepy and then funny and then scary and then weird and then bonkers. Um, people have been comparing it to somewhat of um, um, malignant. I okay. think it's apt. It, it malignant goes a little. It goes out there, out there. This maybe it reminded me of like an early two thousands horror movie. Maybe you know, maybe that's just because Justin Long was in it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jeepers Creepers. And or, you had you had a PC. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Justin Long's there, and he's here to tell you that may not be the best idea. You're getting a Dell. Got a well, Dell. No, he was a Mac. Oh, Mac. Oh, wait. Yeah, I got my, I got my hip to early 2000 <laughs> that's millennials a, that's screwed up. That's not an early 2000. That's a 90s. <laughs> that's man. a 90s the Dell. Dell is this? The Dell. Man oh, I got that 90s. all mixed up. I'm getting old. He's wearing pooks. That's true. You're right. Spiky, spiky hair. Yeah, that's true. He smoked yeah. a lot of weed. You uh, think? Yeah, that's what. That's why he got in trouble, right? Didn't he get in trouble? Mm. That was Michael Phelps. See, see, Barbarian. Okay. Yeah, and I want to know what you think of it. Is it Dave the Barbarian? Not Dave the Barbarian. Okay. And Barbarian's a weird title. Like, Malignant, I feel like, if you really think about it, you could kind of maybe figure it out. Barbarian, not really. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's do uh, top 25 films of all time. Wait, I just got texted again if I've seen Barbarian from another film. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god that's holy hey you gotta write that down austin on your uh the um glitch in the matrix uh list because we were just talking about barbarian someone texted him have you seen barbarian really yeah did you well i said that earlier oh that was austin yeah <laughs> oh i didn't see the name i'm an idiot <laughs> god damn <laughs> did not see the name but i know i a friend did text okay. me text yeah. me or, earlier to ask, talking about barbarian okay. um yeah okay very good trey you've been a busy boy been been a busy busy boy how do we want to do this all right should we uh let's let's start from 25 number right. 25 trey. What's, what's your pick my number 25 movie is Parasite. That's my number 25 movie, too. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Parasite's, no, I'm Parasite's great. It's not on my list, but I do okay. love Parasite. Okay. I well, do like that movie a lot. There you go. What is your number 25? Trey? My number 25 is a movie that. Do we, I mean, do we want to discuss these more than yeah, just saying I'm, what I'm they are? Yeah, I'm down to discuss them a little more. Okay. Parasite. And then like, if, if we have similar ones, I'll mention what For sure. where they are mine, you know? Or just say. It's coming up later yes, on. My, later on. You might know this from later. Right. Parasite. Uh, I don't know what it is that these guys are saying, and I love that. <laughs> you, did, you don't even put the subtitles on. You just want to get the whole essence, right? No, no, of course. I have to know the subtitles or else oh. I'd be so lost. Uh, I wouldn't have any have idea. Have you tried watching a movie without subtitles, just like a foreign movie, and see if you can get the plot? I downloaded Rafifi. Uh-huh. Uh 
in a way that because I cannot purchase it anywhere, mm. I had to I had to call upon the pirates. <laughs> Oh, Jack Sparrow? <laughs> I, I called upon my old pal, Captain Jack, Jack. Sparrow. And I said, give me some uh, Rafifi. And he did, but he did not include the subtitles. Oh, no. So, that Jack Sparrow, so always up is, to something. It's a real monkey's paw it with that is, guy. It is, right? He's, uh, so, Parasite, my number 25 movie on the list. Okay. Uh, my number 25 is actually a movie... When we did this list originally, was on your list, and you mentioned it, and I watched it, and I loved it, and it's Bronson. Whoa! Yeah, how about that? Austin likes it too. I love that movie. It reminds me of uh, another one of my favorite movies, Clockwork Orange. Okay, um, yeah, and uh, it it just it's it's by um um uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, which who directed another movie that will be in my top 25 whoa uh yeah it's just it's it's weird it's crazy it's um bonkers you know it's um i really enjoyed it let's see some see some dingling you get to see a whole you get to see uh i mean you get to see tom hardy all like uh greased up wrestling people he's fighting people in prison he is it's been too long for me uh, to watch Bronson, maybe that's something we would do with David Austin. Okay. Uh, yeah, I it did not make my list. Okay, uh, it is a movie I enjoy quite a bit. I really liked it. Yeah, there you go. My number twenty four. It is a movie that some people say is three movies. Other say it is one. I have Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring. Well, well, well. That wasn't on your list before, right? Uh, that I do not believe was on my list okay. last time. Why is it on your list this time? The more I thought about it, the more I was like, Star Wars is not better than this. Right. This is better than Star Wars, and Thank Star Wars, Star Wars, I had very, I had very high. We yeah. Didn't, we we rewatched them. It's just like I really enjoy these movies. Do you, do you feel like? Do you feel like the 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 sequels have ruined kind of Star Wars for you, just like in general, a, you know, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think I think so, and it's I think that's kind of a thing. I was thinking about that with some movie series before, where it's mm-hmm. just like, look, it's just good that this just exists in what it is, and yeah. it doesn't necessarily dig deeper into all the minutia uh star wars i've i've yeah i've dropped in my opinion of that lord of the rings my number 24 pick uh my number 24 is whiplash okay the uh damien chazelle movie uh about uh the jazz drummer and it's a sports movie that's masqueraded as a music arty movie. This was a movie that i believe i had in my list Uh a couple times yeah but I pulled it out ultimately. Did not make the list. Okay. But a movie that I enjoy quite a bit. I, I yeah, I love this movie. One of my favorite um uh kind of near future movies made my number twenty three. It is Spike Jones's Her. Oh man, my it is not if we did like a top Thirty or forty, it probably would be in there, but it is not in there. But I love that movie so much. You got a great performance, from Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, you got some good stuff coming from Scarlett Johansson. Yes. You got a fat Chris Pratt in there. You do. Uh, 
you got to just everything's just a little bit different. It's you know when I talked about um Lars in the Real Girl, I feel yeah. like that is a modern version of that movie. Agreed. You know, yeah, where it's yeah, it's a little more down, but it's really not even that sad. It's it's like the, what I love about that movie is like it doesn't really make this guy look sad. You're you're sad. It's like okay, this is just a weird relationship he has, but what it it felt like it was just like a um what do you call it? like a long distance relationship and it wasn't it wasn't ever shown as like yeah i guess you could interpret it different ways but it was never this is how you should feel about this right you know? it's a lot more about hey like what does it mean to be alive yeah sure which is one of one of my favorite things in movies mm-hmm. her my number 23 movie my number 23 movie is a movie about not being it's a it's the dark knight i put okay. the dark knight on there you know like some of these i'm like okay well that's a generic answer but it's like okay like this movie but it's good yeah it's very good it came out you know at a at the perfect time of you know my life which another movie coming up is a little bit like this as well where i think it's like you know time and place where you were and then just it's just a great movie it's a great movie and you had uh heath ledger's performance as the joker it's a it's an amazing kind of action crime movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, twenty three for Trey. Yes, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Twenty two on the list. My first comedy on the list. I believe I had this way way higher in my original. Mm-hmm. I've it, I've kind of cut back on it, uh, just because I think the limits of what the genre, not necessarily the comedy genre is, but specifically the parody genre is capable of my number 22 is airplane okay yeah you had that really high up i had that in like my top five yeah uh it is one of my favorite comedies of all time Mm -hmm. uh it is also uh not the only i think parody that i have on my list oh you got uh scary movie five uh so (laughs) there you go airplane uh still one of the best but uh i i've lowered it i uh number i guess this is 23 uh seven put seven up here um i think i like another david fincher movie a lot more now which i think it was flipped last time around Mm -hmm. i think seven definitely was like up there and now it's kind of fallen um but i still love seven the noir uh you know aspects of it the dirty city the you know the, the twist it's, it's it's still a solid movie which uh which one is your favorite which sin you'll see oh which sin uh gluttony man come on yeah well yeah. you hate that no i love gluttony i'm gonna eat a big pizza later okay uh all right my number 21 uh what does it mean to be human what does it mean to be alive this is a thing that i explore a lot you do, it seems like. In these, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, the Truman Show I had Man, I was at number about, 21. I was thinking about putting it on my list. Uh, I, sorry. I, I was fighting to try to get it higher, I yeah. think. I had it very, very high for yeah. a while, uh, and then and then I dropped it. Uh, the Did Truman that, Show. I need to rewatch that again. Maybe next time that might be higher, because like that movie is so... It just gets more relevant uh each year yeah or like especially nowadays with like uh reality television well not even reality television just like internet you know uh youtube instagram snapchat tiktok all that stuff that's that's truman show yeah it's just showing your life yeah uh which which i thought about doing like a video 
uh, on something like that, you know, just because like that's just it's so oddly prophetic, you know. Um, this is what we want to see. Yes, uh, I guess we're at twenty-two. I was I Truman Show was my twenty-one. Okay, so twenty-one. I put super bad. Okay, that's the other comedy, and I think this is one of those time and place. This meant a lot to me when you were so horny. When I was so horny for uh, Emma Stone, and uh, no, it, it's one of those like, and it, and it means something different as you get older, I think too. Cause like, you know, as a high schooler, you're like, Oh, it's about, you know, about going to college. And then it's like, Oh, it's about realizing you're not friends anymore with your friends and you're changing and, you know, different, you know? Yep. And so, yeah, I, I really love this movie. It's what, it's one of those movies that I don't think, and I don't think people who are growing up now would like it. Maybe they will, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to age incredibly well, right. but yeah. I still, it means a lot to me, you know. There All right. Go. All right. Uh, my number 20 on the list. Uh, whatever. I'm a basic bitch. Citizen Kane is number 20 God. on my list. Uh, the movie rules. Yeah. It's so good. And, like, you know, you watch a movie like Mank, and the whole time... All I was doing was like, man, all I want to do is watch Citizen Kane. And you mm-hmm. watch Citizen Kane, and you're like, man, this is so much better than anything else that's talking about Citizen Kane. My, yeah. My favorite thing is my sister, I guess she took a film class a couple years ago in college, and she's texted me one night and says, Trey, have you ever seen Citizen Kane? I'm like, you're going to fail this class. <laughs> <laughs> well, was she trying to like... Oh, get answers. From I guess me? so. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Or exactly. was she? Or was she just uh, like I saw it? And no, it's good. no. It was like she was trying to get some kind of answer on something, or I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like have you ever seen Citizen Kane? Like, yes. I guess she was like trying to figure out why it was so important. I'm like, well, they did a lot of things with F of Field and and different, you know, uh, techniques that are used today. It it kind of revolutionized how we see movies today and all that. Um, so this is going to be a shock. My number 20, this has gone down significantly. It is a uh, clockwork orange. Oh, number 20, man, it's still on the wall. It's, it's still there. Oh, I, I, I still like the movie. So yeah, it's in your top 20. Movies yeah. Of all and time. like, like I think what it did as far as like my, the, what I like aesthetically in movies, um, or at least my love for Kubrick, you know, that's what this movie is. And kind of how the, the, I think the look of it, the style of it, the music, but I think when it comes to kind of the story and what the movie is, I'm just, I, I kind of lose it, lose interest as time goes on, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of gone down, but I still appreciate, you know, the camera work, the cinematography, the acting, um with malcolm mcdowell really just malcolm mcdowell honestly um otherwise it's sort of eh to me you know right now but you know i still appreciate it there you go uh my number 19 on the list i'm sure it's coming up probably far later for you i have there will be blood okay (laughs) i've abandoned my son i've abandoned my boy bastard Uh, in a basket I will drink your milkshake. Yes. I think my favorite one is, uh, I will find you and I'll cut your throat. It is such a good movie. It is not 
the only Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Right. The Master. I need to watch The Master again. I know that's supposed to be the best one. People love The Master. People love The Master. And people The Master is not on my list. Okay. I'm not going to guess which one it is. Uh, It is not. I'm excited to hear. It is not the only Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, I know which one it is. Never mind. I know which one it is. Uh, I know which one it is. (laughs) Daniel Day Lewis combo on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Uh, It's so good. Yes. I agree. Um, so number 19 on my list is a science fiction movie by one of my, I don't know if you call him new direct, new favorite director, but he's made his, he's made his mark, uh, Arrival, the Denis Villeneuve film. Okay. Arrival. Is this, did I not put prisoners on here? Okay. Okay. So I guess this is the only Denis Villeneuve movie on here because I did not put prisoners on this list. I love prisoners as mm-hmm. well. Um, Again, just the look of it. The cinematography is incredible. The really... What is he doing in there? Making himself some eggs. Make some eggs. Um, The... Just like the very realistic way and the unique way they kind of conveyed the story about an alien invasion and having it be about language and having these government agencies kind of act like actual... How actual governments would act. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the aliens are this weird, you know, they're just, just like, you don't see a lot of movies about learning languages, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's, it was just very, very cool. Or like, how do we, how do we figure this out? It's right. like, we, you've seen alien invasions movie. Yeah. And it's forever, it's, but it's like, all right, well, let's actually take a look at this yeah. and try to figure out what it is that could happen. Right. Uh, Arrival's fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah, I heard you guys on Gamescast talking about something that Corby said on E News. Uh huh. Um, you wanna you wanna know the E News story I heard today? What? Where I I feel like they're being taught how to do this on E News. Dave Lane was uh was doing it today, and he talked about how Blade Runner was a small budget movie, uh, and that um uh. And and that uh, Ridley Scott did a really good job on the on the sequel as well. So that's my that's my connection they're to. They're just trying to Denny Villeneuve. They're trying to like so, make me mad. Like without even me listening, they're just trying to piss me off. I do you feel like. feel like Dune could? Uh, how you feel about Dune on your on your Denny list? I think it's really good. I need to rewatch it because I don't think I was is is into it as you were. I liked it, but I don't think I was like as excited to rewatch it as you were. Maybe I think Blade Runner is higher. Okay, um, that's the thing. It's like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It could be on this list, mm-hmm. but I gotta give props to the original. Yeah, you know, and so I just felt weird about putting both on. There you go. Uh, my number eighteen is The Social Network. Okay, my first Fincher movie on the list. Okay. Uh oh! I freak. I always forget that's a Fincher movie. Yeah. So I lied to you. There's two Fincher. Uh, two other Fincher movies on here. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's two, three Fincher. There's movies. three Fincher movies. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Social Network story of Facebook. Uh, yes. So it's something that's like very much of the time, and uh, so it like I don't know. It like ages well in some ways and not well. Uh-huh in others um i will say that like when i was a kid that was you know college age Mm -hmm. looking at mark zuckerberg it was like 
oh, this is the cool guy. Right. As I've grown up and looked yeah. back, it's like, oh, he's an asshole the entire time. Yeah. And I know they say it over and over again in the movie, but for whatever reason in my head, it was like, no, he's like the hero of the story. Right. Like he's the one who's in the right. And it's those dang Winklevoss. Those Winklevoss. It's like, oh people. no, Mark Zuckerberg's been an asshole the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, Aaron Sorkin basically determined that from the <laughs> uh, man who would know assholes. Right. Uh, went and said, okay, well, let's let's get this guy. So, Social Network, my number that, 18. That's coming for me pretty soon. Um, My uh, 18 is The Matrix. Okay. I think uh, after, I know we went to go see it, uh, me and Austin in theaters, and I think I watched it twice for its 20th anniversary. He just eats my eggs and leaves. All right. Um and I just I I feel like I just kind of fell in love with it again. I think the the whole plot and mythology of it is still really cool and really well done. The fight scenes are really well done. The um I will stay to talk about the matrix. Uh, all right. The uh <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Where would it rank on your 20 your yeah. top 25? Six. Damn. Five. Oh. One. Whoa. <laughs> it's it's moving up fast. Okay. He says six. Okay. There you go. All right. Six, the Matrix. Matrix is very good. It's a very, yeah, it's a very smart, well-made science fiction movie. It still holds up really well. Yeah. I think, yeah, Great. I think a lot of these sci-fi movies that are a bit older, that, that were like Truman Show we're talking about, like kind of just well-aged science fiction movies. Yeah. Uh. My number 17, maybe I think just like I've, I've said this before for Indiana Jones. Hey, this is the movie that I would say is a movie. Um, this is another one that I believe fits in that category. Uh, Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Okay. Yeah. Just like a perfect encapsulation of what a movie is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like. Great lessons what movies are supposed to are supposed to to do. Yeah, uh, I watched it on the Fourth of July recently, um, and I was like, "Dang!" I guess it was a year ago on the Fourth of July. It's just like this is a movie I want to watch every single summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaws. Ever watch it in like a pool? Like they have like they have those swimmings. Yeah. yeah. So no, I I haven't done that, but it seems like it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, that's a movie I should revisit. Because I haven't revisiting Jaws, yeah. it's it's so good. Like yeah. in your head, it's good, and then mm-hmm. you watch it, and you're like, God, this is mm-hmm. like great. Uh, so this is 18. All right, so this is when you mentioned rewatch. This is a movie 17. I saw 17. This movie I saw very recently, and I absolutely love it. Um, it is the Steve McQueen film, the director, not the actor, uh, film Shame. Okay. This is the uh, Michael Fassbender, uh, Carrie Mulligan, is that? Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Fassbender is a sex addict. And it's just his life being a sex addict. And his sister's there, Carrie Mulligan. He's got to have to deal with her. But really, it's just like this guy's downward spiral and he tries to quit. And like he tries to quit, he tries to throw all his porn away. It's just like there's like a lot of sex in the movie, none of it is sexy. Right, it's it's all just very gross and like the the final like it's like classic gluttony. Yeah, it's classic gluttony. Like, it it's is lust. a sinful movie. Like it's yeah. a movie about sin, 
I mean, it's just the the first scene itself. It's kind of just shows his day in the life, and it's just so de- de- depraved, and it's just such a it's such an awesome insight into someone who has this severe sex addiction. Mm-hmm. Like he can't, you know, he has a date with this like coworker, and she, you know he he can't have a normal interaction with her, and it's just. It's just it's just so well done. It's well acted as well. Um, I highly recommend this movie to anybody. Uh, shame, yeah. still haven't seen it. It's very good. So I really. It's 2011. It came out. So there, it was one of those movies where my uh, advanced film director really liked, and I thought he was an asshole, so I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. That's not the reason why, but um, I just remember him talking about it a lot. There you go. Shame, shame. is great. Shame. S H A M E. Not Shane. The Western movie. Shame. Yeah. Uh, number 16 for me. Hey, sometimes wanting to do something badly enough isn't enough. Uh, just because you want something to happen, and even if you work at it, even if you try as hard as you want. Can uh, I guess? It, go for it. Inside Lewin Davis. It is not Inside okay. Lewin Davis, but it is. <laughs> I, I would say it's kind of similar to Inside okay. Lewin Davis. Um, this is my first Martin Scorsese movie hey! on, on the list. Uh, I picked... King of Comedy. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, which is the original Joker. Yes. Uh, what the jo- funny what, taxi what Joker is based on. Right. Uh, there's a taxi driver on here. There's on. Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. He's a guy who all he wants to do is be on this late night show. And he goes and he just keeps showing up and he keeps showing yeah. up and he sends in tapes and he does this thing and then he finally has enough and he kidnaps jerry lewis and uh fights for fights for his day mm-hmm. uh in the spotlight jerry lewis has um uh king charles hands <laughs> the swollen just swollen sausage hands fingers. yeah well so there you go king of comedy I that love is that my, movie. Yeah. it's it's great and that one that's one that i watched uh because you suggested it. oh nice nice yeah i love that movie uh, i don't have either on here i don't uh, I don't know what's up. I only have like uh, one Scorsese movie on here. I love Scorsese, but I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I think like Taxi Driver kind of got into that like 25 area, so it just didn't really. Uh, so what were we on here? Okay, uh, 16. Uh, I put the, picked the social network here as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It's just a... Um, it just gets better each time. It's a great character study of, of even if it's not Marcus Zuckerberg, it's just someone who's so detached, yeah. you know, from reality and from people. And I'm better. Yeah. I'm better than everyone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it just, yeah, it's cause you know, I think, I think, I'll, I think, you know, you mentioned like when you were younger, you thought you were that guy. And I think a lot of probably people are, you know, our demographic or our age growing up thought we were that guy. And then we realized, Oh no, that guy's a dick. Yeah. That guy's an asshole. Right. We don't like that guy. So yeah, definitely. Uh, my number 15 movie. It is my second comedy on it. It is the other parody movie that I brought up. Uh, epic movie. It is. It is not epic movie. It is not vampire. Suck, not, which not. is my personal favorite parody movie. All right. Uh, meet the Spartans. It is. This is Spinal Tap. Okay, the mockumentary about a little band named Spinal Tap, right? Uh, who just can't quite get things together. That's um one I watched at film class. 
Mm. And I, I need to rewatch it. It's been, a, I get that and um, almost famous kind of confused sometimes. Okay. I yeah. mean, the, they're not super. I think it's just a plain scene at the end of almost famous where they're all confessing. And then the guy goes, I'm gay. And then yeah. it, the I, I always think that's spinal tap for some reason. Yeah, yeah. it is not. Okay. But I think uh, that's the only confusion. Spinal tap. Cracking my ass up. Yeah. I love spinal tap. That's number 15 on my list. My number 15 is another science fiction film. Also, a horror movie. Okay. It kind of uh, pop- it's popularized the sci-fi horror genre. It is a, a movie by Ridley Scott called Alien. Okay. It's the first Alien movie. Okay. And I, I like this more than the second one because I love the horror aspect of it. It's such a clean looking movie. It has that 70s science fiction, you know, technology. Yeah. And the alien is so, it looks so good. And it's so, um, like the whole idea of it, like the 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 Geiger, you know, pay, painting kind of yeah. aesthetic is it's like, you know, it's it's rape. That's why it's so, that's why it works so well. Because it's like the most primal fear is is that and uh, it, just the the character the uh, alien design is perfect the movie's still scary still horrifying so many any any space horror whether it's a movie or a video game is inspired by alien you can't escape it that's that's what it, and i love alien so much alien that's alien. trey's number mm-hmm. 16 oh no that's trey's number 15, 15. Yeah. i'm sorry uh my number 14 uh, is a movie that is another genre that is uh one of my favorites. Uh, there's a few that I would say are kind of like this on the way up. Uh, it is the bumbling criminal movie. Criminals who don't quite know what's going on, right? Uh, how it is to do what they're doing. Um, but this one, as you dig a little deeper, there's a good reason why he's why he's trying to do this thing. Uh, my number fourteen is Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, we I, we I watched that recent. Uh, well, not recently. It's been a few years, but I remember like during our podcast run, watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I do like bumbling, um, criminals. The first, I would say, like maybe hour, hour and a half mm-hmm. of the movie is incredibly funny, and yeah. then the last part, you're like, okay, yeah. this is this this is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, my fourteen is a uh, the first foreign movie, maybe only foreign. No, no, actually, this is not the only foreign movie I have on here. Uh, this is the first foreign movie I have, though, and uh, it's by a Korean director. Okay, uh, it is a Korean film, and uh, it is Burning. I, I yeah. guessed that one. Okay, um, yeah, this is great, and this is this is one that's on the. On the rewatch list yeah. for me, that's uh, it's coming up soon that it I'm gonna wanna just it's just so full of paranoia and you don't know what exactly because there's so much misinformation for, uh, that is being relayed to the character and so you really don't know what exactly is going on you know like people are kind of contradicting their stories it, the whole idea is like it's this um I can get the names uh it's this guy uh lee and he meets this girl shin and i'm probably not saying that right um and uh 
they kind of meet and they're kind of talking and then and he likes her and then she goes off on a trip and comes back with uh, Steven Yoon mm-hmm. uh, character play Ben. And this guy is like real wealthy. He's like a great Gatsby kind of character, but yeah, he's right. also a bit mysterious and he yes. might be up to no good and, you know, and there's mystery afoot, you yep. know, and it's, it's very well crafted. It's extremely, you know, haunting or it just did i just love it like I, I was so enraptured by it watching it and just trying to figure out exactly what's going on is he paranoid is something really happening it's it's just such a good film there you go yeah uh i love it love it uh fargo is my number 13 nice fargo it is my first cohen brother on the list okay i think i had it on my list for a second but uh yes, it is my first and only Coen Brother oh, movie wow. on on the list. Um, I yeah, I guess I have Coen Brothers. I guess I have two on the list. It's this is the same sort of bumbling criminal sort of element thing. That's that's their deal. The folksy yeah, folksy criminals and Francis McDormand folksiness, <laughs> and uh, it made uh, John Kasich uh, throw it out of his window of his of his car. He got so mad seeing it because it was. It was so demented. <laughs> Fargo, my number Fargo. 13. I love that movie as well. Um, where am I? Okay, number 13 is my one and only Scorsese film, even though I say he's my favorite director. Maybe that's not true anymore because it seems like Fincher and Coen Brothers on here way more. Um, but I put Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it's just a great movie and it's fun. It's, it, you know, I've always had struggled with Godfather, and I love the first Godfather actually more now than I did. Um, but Goodfellas is just so—it's like a ride. Like Scorsese films yep. are like rides. Oh, no, oh, they're like, like theme park. Yes, rides? like they're a theme park ride. Are they like theme park? Yes. Rides? No, they—they I, they keep you engaged. Yeah. You know, they keep you on this ride through the story, and they're fast-paced, and they're usually they're fast-paced and they're fun. And you like the characters, and they kind of keep it going. And, and Goodfellas is always just a fun watch. It just it's fun to watch it. It very much so. Yeah, my number twelve movie on the list. I believe this is the newest movie, and I it's tied with Parasite. I would say okay, newest released movie that is on my list. Uh, it is my first of a few Quentin Tarantino movies. I put okay, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, this movie, I think, is only going to probably continue to move up my uh-huh. list, I would guess, rather than move down my list as time moves on. Um, I really think this thing is super, super good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those movies that I left and then was just immediately like, when can I see this again? Yeah. Like, I want to watch this again, and that's a similar feeling that I've had with other, you know, Tarantino movies. There's some movies where you go and you watch it and you say, I enjoy that. Uh, I need to take that in and wait a while before I watch it again, and that is totally fine. Uh-huh. There's a few movies like that, I think, that I have where it's like, I don't want to watch these all the time. I feel like I could pick up Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It, it's one of those I could pick it up at any point in the movie, mm-hmm. anytime, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm sticking around for this." Yeah, I I loved it. I it's not on my list, um, but I really liked that one. I thought it was very. I thought that might be his 
I mean, who knows what he's going to do for his last one. It might be the one where he gets the Academy Award, but I thought that that would have been his shot, you know, because it's about Hollywood. Right. Uh, It's such a cool hangout movie, too. You know, they're just driving and I think someone, and it wasn't a good review, but someone wrote like, oh, yeah, this is just Tarantino just wanted to show you a Spotify playlist. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I kind of like it, though. I'm I'm down for that, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, my number 12. So my number 12 is the only animated movie on here, and it's also a foreign film on here. Okay. It's also... Yeah. An anime. Right. Yep. It is uh, Akira. Yep. Uh, I still love this. I know you didn't like it as much. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of style, maybe over substance. So I think there's a lot of subtext you can read within it historically, you know, and... I also just know that you're a big fan of the body horror stuff. I do love in, body in horror that, as well. In a way that I do not. Yes. Which is, yeah, it's fine. I still think Akira is very good. Yeah. I do love body horror a lot, which, oh, man, oh, I'm like going through this. Like, Wait a minute. I don't even have uh, the thing on here. Though I, I think, I don't think the thing would be top 25. I love it, but it's not going to be top 25. But Alien is body horror. Alien is definitely body horror. Yeah. Okay. There's my body horror representation. Well, Kira as well. I also just love, I love um, cyberpunk stuff. I love that aesthetic of cyberpunk mm-hmm. and um, this like neon city. And uh, I love cyberpunk. He loves steampunk. I'm not a big steampunk guy. He's a big, yeah. Who is? You, you, you are. I'm not you, have a the, you have all guy. the train whistles. I do have all the train whistles <laughs> the and the brass cogs. Yeah. He's got a bunch of cogs yeah. and clocks, right. you know. Not a, I like the cyberpunk aesthetic uh which is sort of big now which is cool yeah it's kind of you know that's sort of a thing now um also just like the story's really good and honestly there's a movie that isn't even on my list anymore chronicle which uh, i think akira is because chronicle definitely took from akira and i think akira is just so much better than chronicle chronicle's good but akira just the, the animation's incredible and it just looks incredible yeah i i love akira uh, number eleven on my list. I didn't say it uh, earlier because I, uh, I guess I didn't remember that I had it this high on my list. I, I don't know if I remade this today <laughs> if I would have it as high as I do, but I do enjoy this movie a great deal. Uh, I have The Dark Knight at number. 11. Okay, okay, yeah. And all these lists, it's like it's what we're feeling right now. It's always going to change. Yeah, even tomorrow will change. Right. You know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Knight. It's it's a, it's an awesome movie. It is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Like who cares? Like you know, I I'm on TikTok a lot, and it's like you know you there's a lot of like the film TikTok people that are like yeah normie. It's like I I talked to this one guy who like does videos and we're kind of talking. He's like you know I'll do my top you know like 25. I don't want to put like the basic movies on. It's like do what you like. If you like the movie, it doesn't matter what if they think it's a bro. Movie. Who fucking cares? It's yeah. a movie you like. It's right. a good movie. You know? Who gives exactly. a shit? Um, yeah, Dark Knight's great. Uh so were we eleven? We're at eleven. I'm sorry. All right, eleven. I put a, a a comedy film. This is a I would say this is because I have two more comedy films on here, but yeah, I guess. Uh this is a a British movie, a British comedy. Okay. About it's a horror British comedy. Okay. So gotcha. Shaun of the Dead, gotcha. number 11. Yep. Uh, 
I think uh, of the the Coronado trilogy, this is my favorite one. I know someone who loves Hot Fuzz way more, which is, I love Hot Fuzz as well. But uh, I I don't know. I still love Shaun of the Dead. I love, I just love the Edgar Wright humor, the callbacks, the the um like the the sound cue. Just he's just very he plays with style yep. a lot, like visual comedy rather than it's just too people saying weird stuff like stepbrothers it's just right. two cameras and hey say stupid stuff it's like actually well-crafted jokes right yes and it's like thought of yes thought well thought of thought out mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's just good humor and it's just it's still funny to me it's uh, funny to me damn it's it it's still funny it's to still me. funny to me damn it it is it is funny yeah number 10 for me another fincher movie uh trey did you know that we're in a age of who done it? Huh. Have you have you seen that though? There's like four movies that are coming out soon that are all like basically those uh fucking Jewel of the Nile movies. Oh yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the Knives Out. Yeah, so there's the Knives yeah, Out yeah. one. There's They uh, have that, yeah. The Amster Amsterdam, is that what it's called? I don't know something? if that's what it is though. And there's is that there's, a Who Done It movie? I think uh, eh, maybe it, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But there's oh, like four right. different right. yeah. movies that are sure. like, oh, there's a bunch of people, and you got to figure out who it is. That's not what this is. This was kind of a rejoinder, but it is a trying to figure out who done it thing. Uh, for my number ten movie, I have Zodiac. Okay, so um, yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, no, but go, say your piece on it yeah no zodiac uh it's it can be about vibes yes it can be about puzzles i talked about yeah putting the scribal pieces you know i'm gonna love those crazy symbols uh there's the kind of knowing without actually giving you like hey this is who it is sort of deal there's there's one scene in there that is just so well crafted well done i think i've been saying well crafted a lot it's all just like turning yes like turning the screws just constantly and and that movie is like it's like a um it's like a virus almost it just like i remember i remember even thinking like whose favorite movie would be zodiac it's just a what what's a weird movie to like i'd never seen it and then it's like i see i watch it for actually doing a video um and one of the one of the movies i was gonna talk about zodiac and i'm like okay this is good this is this is good this is this is really good holy shit this is my favorite david fincher movie ever it's amazing yeah and it just it the you know the obsession and just the scene where he's going into that guy's basement right you is this is this him yeah it just the whole thing is just incredible it's it's very well done. The fact that it was not well no. received at the time yeah. is very interesting uh-huh. because like I can see like people not seeing the movie, but I have a hard time people like seeing it and not yeah. loving it. Like just uh-huh. like to be completely blown away. Yeah. Uh with it. So Zodiac was my number ten. So my number ten is uh There Will Be Blood. That's actually fallen a bit, because that was like number five, but I think I think, you know, story maybe is a little weaker, whereas, like, the performances are way up there. Yeah. You know, where, okay. you know, Paul I can Dano, see that. Yep. Uh, um, where, where I, I think comparatively to No Country for Old Men, maybe, yeah. you know, which I think, 
it used to be like I, I it used to be where I'd be like, which one do I like more? And now it's it's definitely I know which one I like more. Um, that's not I mean it's number ten on my list. It's right. not to say this is bad at whatsoever. It's it's an incredible movie. Um, I mean uh, as far as story goes, it's a great story. Just like, um, I think though I think Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano's performances just just are tremendous. Yeah, top notch. Yes. Um just yeah the, the, it's it's very powerful and i mean i love watching kind of analysis of this movie about like you know kind of the idea of you know religion that plays into it and like the you know who's like the the, the devil because you know, like danny Daly was supposed to be kind of the devil but also paul dano kind of is as well it's just such yeah. a well thought well thought of movie um Okay, yeah, I guess that was my number 10. Number 10. Yeah. Number 9 on my list, another Daniel Day-Lewis, yes. Paul Thomas Anderson combination, my best movie of the 2010s. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. Everything from this point is movies that I yes. just have nothing but love for. No notes. Phantom Thread is my number 9 on the list. So I, I liked it. But man, you loved it. I I why do you truly love this? Love this movie? I'm not trying to be condescending. I, I, no. It's a good movie, but why do you love it so much? I love it. I love a tortured artist movie. Uh-huh. I love a perfection strive striving for perfection uh-huh. thing. I love a story that where people love each other for interesting reasons. Uh-huh. Uh that where it's like, no, not all love is necessarily the same mm-hmm. i guess is is a sure. way a way to interpret it i just think the movie is just so damn good and one you of the just things, love the dress one of the things you? that <laughs> elevates it is like it is kind of that like like whatever like dark knight which i have at number 11 on my list mm-hmm. it's a man who's using kind of cool technology to beat up a super villain yeah. and stuff like that like yeah, I'm going to have a little bit of buy-in on that just like down in my, in my core. It's mm-hmm. easy for me to kind of accept that. You have me in a movie where it's like, "Hey, this man's a little dressmaker and Yeah, I could see that. And he like the fact that you overcame like starting where you did. Right. It's it's not like like you just have to be that where it's like, "God damn, this is good." Mhm. Uh, Phantom Thread, my number nine. Okay, that does have the most. That has like one of the scariest scenes. That's not a horror scene ever, yeah. where the mom just appears in the chair, yeah, all dead for sure. Like, yeah, it's spooky, it's scary. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It reminded me of just like um the obsessive nature and just it's like dealing with a really difficult person, right? It's like yeah, I had to deal with that for six years. Um, I guess number nine, right? Number nine. All right, so this is my most recent film. Okay. And I'm surprised it's not on your list. I don't think it's on your list. Maybe not. Um, but because well, uh, I think a film you mentioned earlier is probably 1A, 1B, my two favorite movies of this year. But this one, I think, tops over it. Um, black and white film. Yep. No, uh, Willem Dafoe. I'm uh, the Lighthouse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was one that I played with a lot, uh-huh. and uh, it kind of killed me to keep it off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in the end, I couldn't, I couldn't quite get it on there. Okay. Like, I, I'm. It's, it, it's you, all. You give me, you, know. you give me on the right day. Yeah. It's fine. Like, but it's like, man, is it better than Jaws? I don't, I don't I, think it's better than Jaws. It, it, but I like, say, well, it should be like. But like, is but it a movie you feel right now? Right, and it's and it's if it's my favorite, it is a movie that I have maybe the most fun watching. Sure, and it, I do think it is like well made and stuff. So yeah. it's not even just like, hey, like I enjoyed mm-hmm. Endgame or whatever like that. Yeah, like I I enjoy watching it, rewatching like, it. So I, it's seeing it with people, seeing their reaction. Right, you know, it's it's fun. It's crazy. Uh, no, I love the lighthouse. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I would have probably bet on me putting it on my list too, but I did not. No. Um, yeah, performances are incredible. Willem Dafoe is amazing in this. The uh, whole speech, the uh, the all this, all the uh, just the the sailor talk and just the weird language and the in the how it's shot. You know, with the the, the what what the ratio aspect ratio and. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just a wild, wild movie, and I, I love. It's funny. It's, it's um horrific. I mean, it's everything. I, I super love it. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Uh, my number eight, uh, is uh the highest. Well, no, never mind. I can't even say that. Uh, is the second highest horror movie that I have on my list. I think it may have the best closing line in any movie perhaps um i think that there is maybe the best single performance by a character in this movie number eight i have silence of the lambs okay what was the closing line uh i'm having a friend for dinner. oh yeah you're right yeah that is a very good one yes i agree silence of the lambs i think that's a movie i warmed up on recently but um yeah, it's you know, it, I remember watching it somewhat recently within the last few years. It's a lot more violent than I remember, yeah. which which I liked, you know. Yeah, like, I liked Trey's into the violence. I like it, but yeah, I didn't. Re- I forgot like he totally flayed a police a uh, cop and hung him up on a ceiling. Like, oh, that was in this. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's a really good uh, horror thriller. You would Absolutely. call it. It is a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely is. It is. Yeah, I think I used to not think it was a horror movie, but Thrill- now I definitely thriller. Whatever. Yeah, Who cares? Um, that's a very good pick. Let's see here. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, the final comedy movie on this list, and um, another Coen Brothers film. I got the Big Lebowski is number eight still. Okay, you you feel like you're somewhat of a dude yourself. I am sort of a dude, you know? <laughs> I am sort of a dude. I wish I had as much money as he did and Just inheritance, but... Drifting through life. Drifting through finding, life. Finding Maybe I should rewatch this. Maybe I should rewatch this, because I, I don't know if it should be this high, but it's up there. You'd be uh, uh, the, a dude, a dudism, uh, a dudist, right? Or the religion based I think on... It's a, yeah, dudism. Yeah, dudyism. I think that's right. Um, yeah, it's still a really fun Coen Brothers romp. Yeah, about Los Angeles. I do like, and I don't have any really in here, but I do like a a fun Los Angeles crime 
story like uh yeah, actually this sure. is one of them actually yeah but uh like uh i like you know under the silver lake and uh inherent vice the mm-hmm. nice guys Quite stuff like that um that are you know this like because los angeles is very strange right and like kind of getting into the weird underbelly of la is just very interesting and i think the coen brothers are very good at that there you go number eight for trey uh my number seven uh, it is my second rated Tarantino movie. For a long time, this was my number one movie of all time. If you would have asked me, probably in my college days, this would have this would have been it. Uh, I mean, come on, this uh this movie rules. It's Pulp Fiction. Oh damn it! Okay, I thought it was I thought the it was other one. The other one. Yeah, because I was about to be like, yep. Mine, mine seven too, but um, well, there you but go. Pulp Fiction, that is a movie, and I think once I hit one hundred this year of new movies, except for like stuff that comes out in theaters, I'm gonna just rewatch a bunch of movies because I've, yeah. I've there's so many. I'm like, hey, I need to watch that again. I haven't seen that in so long. I do feel like I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, in I've a not while. seen that in so long. Yeah, um, but it's great. Yeah, it's it, a, it's a, still a classic, and it's um. I was definitely influenced by it as as a you know in high school. If you watch any of my short films, there's way too many trunks opening and me inside it. Oh hell <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah, way too many of those. <laughs> cool. All right, number seven for you. Um, number seven for me is Glorious Bastards. Yeah, uh, my only Tarantino film on here, but I do love Tarantino, and that first scene, you can just I can just watch that over and over again just it's, just it's perfect yeah the the um christoph waltz and the the dialogue and the tension and yeah everything about that is so just it's it's perfect and the rest of the movie is perfect too. that's one of those movies where i remember watching it the first time and i think i just wasn't like you know maybe i don't know what it was i mean i was in college and i saw the trailer and i didn't realize how the movie was structured yeah and so i was a little kind of like oh there weren't enough of the bastards we doing wanted weird to see stuff. them killing the nazis but but then i think i it it grew on me and i saw it a second time and i realized how good it was and it as it went on you know right it just got better and better it and i mean you talked about the zodiac stuff mm-hmm. but like you talk about how good that first scene is yeah i'll go i'll sit down and i'll be Every once in a while, I'll just be like, I just want to watch that first scene. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I'll go and I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, man, it goes right into the Brad Pitt speech. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll keep watching. And it's like, oh, uh, now now it's what? It's like them at the diner. Uh, I mean, come on. I got to watch the diner scene. What, am I not going to watch the diner scene? And then like, it's like, oh, okay, well, now the bear Jew's here. Now I got to do the bear Jew. Of course, I got to do the bear (laughs) Jew. What am I not going to do? Yeah. And then it's like. All right. Well, I'm just gonna watch this whole movie. <laughs> like, what am I? What am I gonna stop myself? The most underrated scenes, I think, in the movie is the um, Michael Fassbender and Mike Myers, where they're just talking in the most British way ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so fucking British. I love it. Yeah. It's it's so good. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, uh, number seven for Trey. Glorious Bastards. Bastards. Number six, my highest ranked comedy. Uh, I guess. Maybe you can tell me if the next one is. Yeah, the next one's probably a comedy as well. Um, this one has aged uh, beautifully for me. Uh, I think that this is kind of uh, 
infected an entire age into now. We have a whole bunch of people that don't want to work anymore. <sighs> Clerks. My number six, we have office space. Okay, yeah. Uh, watched this again recently. Yeah. It's so uh-huh. good. Like, I watched it as a kid, and it's like, haha, he didn't like his job. Right. Now is like somebody who's, hey. like, been there. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, like, you nailed so much uh-huh. stuff. I need to rewatch and made thing. And made, like, such good jokes out of all of it. And then it's just like, a, it's just a simple little movie. Like, it's yeah. just, it, I absolutely love office space. oh yeah it's great uh watched it for um my birthday two years ago rented mm-hmm. out a theater during covid and it was just like god damn this movie's funny yeah. god damn uh love it number six office space yeah that's that's a fantastic movie um number six is zodiac we we talked about zodiac yeah you know yeah um favorite which is crazy uh favorite uh, david fincher movie yeah yeah definitely Number five, this is also a comedy, I, for sure. Um, number five for me, a movie that uh, I don't know if we've ever seen eye to eye on, really. Um, or it's just like, you just don't love it like I love it. Uh, it's a movie about old Hollywood and changing and, uh, and the way things used to be and, and the way things became. Uh, and it's just like powerhouse performances a uh, very funny script, uh, a, a very very interesting story. Number five, I have singing in the rain. I've never seen it. You've that, ne- okay, yeah, so never you've never seen, seen, it. seen it. Yes. Okay. Highly highly okay. suggest. Okay. Singing I will watch rain. it. It is like a movie that if someone was like, I don't know, it's not it's not even like, hey, it's somebody, it's something that I want. Uh, I want to watch like older movies. Yeah. It'd be like. Okay, this is one that you will like. I will mm-hmm. say that, like, maybe like the apartment. Now that I've watched that, would yeah. be another one that would be, uh, really good as well. But like, I think that's it, "Singing in the Rain" is a movie that's just like very much like because it is like of a time mm-hmm. looking back at a time. Oh wow! Okay. Like like so it, so it's like I mean it's about movies going from silent films into the talkies. Uh-huh. Um, and so because of that, it doesn't feel as old yeah. as it, where some people are just like, oh, this movie seems old. They're yeah. Where it's like, no, like this is kind of how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I really well, There's a lot of really good old, old movies that- Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, Rosemary's Baby. I mean, that's not that old, but like that right. movie feels like a modern day movie. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. So there's plenty of stuff like that. I, I need to watch it. It's It's been on your, it was on your list last time. It's, yes. it's high up for you. I should watch that. Uh, so we're at five. Number five. So I don't think this was on my list this high or was on it at all, but I saw this a long time ago, and it's one of those movies, and I haven't watched it in a while. Well, you know what? I did. And I think a lot of lot of, lot of of times, I think with when I was doing those video game film school uh, videos, I think a lot of, lot of times I'd watch these movies and I'd be talking about it, like, yeah, this is incredible. I totally forgot how good this was. And... Um, I did one on The Last of Us, uh, and this was a movie that definitely, uh, The Last of Us was inspired by this movie, and a science fiction movie, post-apocalyptic movie, um, a movie that's still extremely relevant, uh, Children of Men. Yeah. Yeah. 
absolutely yeah. love this this one. And this the, was another one that I had on the list a yeah. few times and dropped off, and then I said I got to try to find a way on right. it. And I just couldn't quite yeah. make it work uh-huh. uh, within probably the top thirty yeah. uh, list for me. It's it's very 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 good. very good. The the camera work, the the single shots they did, um, just the story and is is. Such a such just a the the world is just very well realized. Right, the story is well realized. The whole idea is that uh women become infertile, and uh, there if no, this then right what is kind right. of the question that's asked a bunch. Right, and it's like it's it's like and it's it kind of for, I think V for Vendetta was around the same time, and so it's just sort of like this era of movies that are kind of this like disoto more dystopia than post apocalyptic. Yeah, you know just. I just like that that kind of tone, you know, in a way where it's not the end of the world, but it's not doing so well. Right. You know, we're not doing so well. And um, very hopeful, too, movie. And, yeah, I just, I really dig it. That's five. Children of Men. I think if you've not seen it, you need to see Children it. Children of Men. Agreed. Definitely, 100%. Agreed. Number four on my list is my highest Stanley Kubrick movie. Uh Lolita. I would I would not be surprised if it's on the tray list. Maybe really? maybe it's not. Um my highest ranking horror movie on the list. Uh this is you know, I kinda talked about Phantom Thread, about mm-hmm. the about the journey to uh, to try to find art and being insufferable yeah. while you do it. Uh number four, I brought it up earlier when I was talking about Rosemary's baby. Uh Number four is The Shining mm-hmm. for me. Uh, just like a perfect yeah. horror movie. Shining is not on my list for whatever reason. Okay. Um, I love The Shining, though. But I think maybe I'm a little fatigued by it. I think I think we've... And it's not its fault. I, I The movie itself is awesome. I think... I think people... I think it just we've seen it too much in popular media. I might right. just be a little tired of of it, so okay. maybe that's why it's on my list. But the actual movie itself is is so horrifying still, and Jack Nicholson's so great. Yeah, but I think like you know Ready Player One. I think you've just they've just oversaturated it, maybe. So that's just maybe why I don't know. Maybe I'm like I, and I think. Because I think I had like that in um 2001 on my list at some point, mm-hmm. and I love to. I think 2001 might. I don't know actually, because like I love. There's stuff about 2001 I love, but I don't know if it would be over The Shining. Shining is just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think Shining is much more like, like uh, you can sit down and enjoy. Yeah, The Shining in a right. way that you can't really with yeah. 2001, unless you're say. on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I saw that. Like, On a probably, lot of drugs. No, yeah. I saw it the best way possible uh, the first time. Uh, I was in Ohio, and yeah. I was in my cousin's basement, and it was freezing cold. Okay. And I watched it that way for the first time, just cold. So it felt like you're in the coldest space. It was so cool. Oh, there you go. So be cold when you watch 2001, which is not the movie you were talking about. Yeah, my number pick. four is The Shining. Yes. Why do you love The Shining so much, I guess? I I mean I just, we just talked, talked about, about it. it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, so the, my four actually I think might be somewhat similar to the four I had originally. Okay. Um, set in his ways. Set in my ways. I I think it's maybe one of these is different. Actually, I think maybe, but um, 
I think it's just because like there at least three of these are and I because one of them maybe can move around who knows uh I think they they just have influenced me so much that it's hard to move them um so I'm gonna go number four on this list and this this could always change um is a Blade Runner yeah which has actually gone down a little bit okay for whatever reason I don't even know why um, it might have been number two or something last time, but it, but uh, Blade Runner. I've mentioned before. I love the, um, I love the cyberpunk aesthetic, the science fiction aesthetic. I've always this movie has kind of spurred me into being a fan of that kind of genre. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe Blade Runner twenty forty nine could take its place because I think, I think. Wow. Uh, you know, I Blade Runner is pretty slow, and I think Blade Runner twenty forty nine is pretty slow too. But I feel like maybe Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I think visually looks better, and that's just yeah. that's not fair technology. But I really, you know what? I, I maybe I'm talking myself into putting that over Blade Runner, but uh, I don't want to do that right now. Man. Uh, I still love it. It's um, just it's- yeah. Even like I mean I love Blade Runner twenty forty nine as well, um, but you know, but I mean, come on, yeah, it's the original Blade Runner, yeah, still love it. Um, I think um, I love uh the the villain in Blade Runner as well, um, mm-hmm. Batty, where it's this uh, you know, Frankenstein is not a horror book; it's a science fiction book, yeah, and the story of Blade Runner is Frankenstein. It's they're they're the the um replicants are wanting to you know be older and they're trying to find their 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 love from their god they're the guy who created them and they can't find it it's Mm. it's the frankenstein story and i love frankenstein um and so yeah it's kind of what it is and just blade runner just so looks great it just you know that whole aesthetic i could just watch anything in that aesthetic mostly you know yeah Yeah. number four blade runner for trey my number three, we talked about it already. I gave my my whole spiel. Number three, my number one, Quentin Tarantino movie, Inglorious Bastards. Yes. yes. Uh, it's about Nazis. Hil- Hitler gets shot in, the, in face, the face a lot. So many times, <laughs> you guys. And if that doesn't make you happy, I don't know what more you want out of your movies. Uh, I love how much like he, he just like, his obsession with film, that film right. pull, pull, you know, took down the third Reich and yeah, just Christoph Waltz in that movie is so fucking good. So good. We it, don't need to talk nah, about it cause we talked about it yeah. already, but my number three inglorious bastards. I love it. My number three is drive. The, this, this is, is uh, this is surprising to me. Really? Like, I mean, I know that you're, I know that you liked drive. I don't I, know. Was it this high? In the first time so. around, I don't think it was, and I think, and I haven't heard you talk about it really, really since. I don't think it's you know after I did that Hotline Miami video, okay, uh, and I talked about Drive a lot. It just sort of, it just stuck with me, and just the the it is totally vibe. This movie is all vibe kind of to me. The the um, the music kind of like how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was to you. Like the, a lot of it is like that to me. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, it's these images that are moving slowly, and this music is awesome, and the aesthetic is awesome, and just just everything about it kind of just, I just vibe with it yeah. in a way. 
and I, it's hard to explain and maybe I should rewatch it. I, 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 I've watched it recently, but you know, but, um, I don't know. It just, uh, I wish I could articulate it better, but I mean, it's, it's all, a simple all vibes, story. Baby. It's That's a simple it. story. Your whole, your whole apartment is in bisexual lighting because it's of all it. by it, bisexual lighting because of drive and blade runner. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's that, um, vaporwave kind of yeah. whole deal and um you got the cool jacket and he, he uses a hammer and there's there's violence in it but it's sparing you know it's never it's like little burst of violence and yeah it's um it's just a it's just an awesome fun movie you do you drive. like drive i or, i do like yeah. drive i would say it was not even thought about for this list. oh really yeah i just i just vibe with it yeah vibe with it bro okay uh, you didn't think that would be on it at all? Oh. I thought it would I thought it would be on it. Okay. I thought it would be much lower though. Okay. Right. Um I feel like I haven't heard you talk about it in a while. That's huh. which is not a bad thing. Like okay. I know it's one of your one of your faves. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I just I just a little surprised. Okay. That's all. all right. I'm not allowed <laughs> to be a little surprised. Are you be surprised? Uh you're probably not surprised by this one. Number two. Uh I've been talking about it nonstop for a couple months now. Uh, I've oh, yeah. after after know, watching yeah. it in college, uh, I watched it again and was like, "What the hell? Why I love this?" I watched the movie uh twice, I guess, in the span of a couple weeks. I watched an entire series about the making of it. I listened to the entire book on tape. Yeah. Uh, my number two is the original. Godfather. Yes. Which I believe is the better movie. Godfather 2 takes the Michael character mm. to a higher place than Godfather 1. But I think that Godfather 1, for the mess that is, so many characters, so many things going on, to be able to kind of articulate mm-hmm. every single thing that's going on within that book and do it as well as it is. You have a uh, all-time Pacino performance. You have a uh, great performance from Marlon Brando. Uh, just like so many things are so good. James Kahn is great in it. Robert Duvall uh, I think is like one of the main reasons why three is so bad is that they just like say goodbye to Robert mm-hmm. Duvall. Uh, I am constantly thinking about the Godfather. Nice. Uh, I am just like all up in that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe this is just like in the moment sort of thing. Cause like I saw it and I enjoyed it originally and it was like, not that big of a thing, like just the whole the whole family elements and how well every single person in it fits within the structure. I'm just like, God mm-hmm. damn, this movie is so perfect. The Godfather, my number two movie of all time. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think the first one is is my favorite of the um I've only seen one and two, but uh, I do like the first one a bit more. Uh, it's like what you said. It feels like more like a movie, you know, like a structure of like a movie with, you know, with, cause you have like all the, um, 
veto stuff in the second one. Right. Or, it, yeah. It, it's a little like as much as as much as I enjoy mm-hmm. the veto stuff in the second one. Anytime I'm in it, I'm wishing I was back with Michael. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that like I do think the way that AMC airs it sometimes, which is all the veto stuff cut oh, really? together. Okay. Then the original Godfather, then just the Michael stuff of Godfather Two. Yeah. Would be a great way. Yeah. To watch it. Um, sure. And then, but I mean, just specifically one is just like yeah. Oh, so many iconic oh, scenes. Yeah. So good. Um, my second favorite movie of all time, and I think the first these two of are pretty cemented um would be uh, a Coen brothers movie that uh it's it's no country for old men yeah, yeah right no yeah uh, all right uh and i think i can articulate why i like this more than i can drive okay uh it's it's the lack of lack of sound i mean it's the story obviously in the the idea of Anton Chigurh, and he's not even the angel of death. He's he's a human. Like they even in the last scene where he gets in the car wreck, that shows he's not this like angel of death, but he's this force of nature that comes around and uses you know um, chance to uh, kill someone. You know, flips a coin, but also just like the lack of it really. It's it's the sound design. I think that that sells this for me so well, and the lack of music and just how every you can hear every gun you know, click and every little sound. Like when um um oh god. When um uh Josh Brolin is uh f- trying to like move the money into the vent. Mm-hmm. You know, like every like sound you hear of him like so- and the meticulous sawing, just the attention to detail in the movie is is I just appreciate that so much. Uh, the little little touches here and there. Um, I really like neo neo, neo, uh, neo westerns as well. Um, you know there will be blood. I like uh, Hell or High Water too. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't come close to No Country for Old Men. Um, the cat and mouse stuff with it. I love the last scene. I love it. I don't care what people say. I love the the speech by Tommy Lee Jones about kind of the plot of the movie, pretty much with mm-hmm. the two dreams. Just that, that's another scene I could watch over and over. Or, you know, um, just that. I mean, it's just such a great American epic. Uh, such a, just a, an amazing cinematography and, and just the sound design. I, I love that movie so much. Yeah. All right. There you go. No Country for Old Men. Do you enjoy it, right. the movie? Number or? two. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the direct correlation is comparison a lot of times is no country for old men or there will be blood yeah i'm a there will be blood guy okay um i enjoy it i would say i don't love it Uh uh-huh um like i think it's i think it's great um yeah but i i just didn't quite get there okay for me um and it's it's not like like i i don't know i'm not gonna like sit around and just like criticize it because like i enjoyed it quite a yeah, bit yeah. and it's better than whatever 95 percent of any movies that i've right. ever seen pro- sure. probably higher than that um i hear you but yeah yeah uh so that's your number two yes no country for old men yes my number one i believe it was my number one 
when we did it last time. I can go back and look. Um, Trey, I have lied to you. This is my number one comedy. It is also my number one movie. Uh, you gotta if if you're gonna have a movie, you gotta have somebody looking for purpose. That's me. I'll all about just being like, what am I doing with my life? Why? Why is this? Is this all there is? What am I doing? I feel like I'm wasting my time here. My number one movie. Can I guess? Yeah. Graduate. It is the graduate. All right. Uh, it's just it's just amazing. It's another one. Now I this need to rewatch. Let's see. That was number five on my list. Okay. Previously. Okay. Um. Yeah, I know so, that's grown on you. Since. So this has moved moved up, which is interesting because it is it does feel like a um like a movie that like when you're younger should resonate mm-hmm. more, but I think it. I think looking back and being like. Oh, you kind of never really figure it out. Right. You just kind of like end up down a path. Mm-hmm. Uh and so like going back and looking back at like a guy who is kind of pushing back against the idea of having to choose. Mm-hmm. Like it's all kind of loose in a way that, you know, a, a looking for purpose movie like some of the other ones uh on my list have been well like even like the godfather where Mm -hmm. it's like michael's like oh what do i do i'm joining the army now i'm now i'm back i'm kind of out of this i don't want to be in this i'm supposed to be a senator uh like and then you know there's her to a certain extent where it's like well what like what am i doing i'm alone and all this stuff and so he finds comfort in uh, an ai thing and this one he finds comfort in the arms of an older woman. Yes. Well, uh, then, then a younger woman. And, and then, yeah. Yeah. And then you end up in a bad spot. And uh, I think it has one of the best endings of any movie ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, I'm planning on watching it again here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen this, that movie probably close to 10 times. Okay. Um, it is my favorite movie. I still need to listen to the audio commentary. I have the DVD, but uh, oh, I do. How about that? Yeah. Uh, all right. My number one movie. Movie that came out a couple years ago. About a, about a boy in a room. It's Bo Burnham inside. See you later. Mm-hmm. Bye. You, you... <laughs> no, it's not. It, it's pretty obvious what my favorite movie is. Uh, uh Bo Burnham inside no. the, the outtakes. Yes, the <laughs> outtakes. All the outtakes. Uh, no, the, it, it's uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings still. Hey. And I, I don't think that will ever change just because of... It made you the man you are today. It, it, you know, like, I, and honestly, man, if I could give it to anything, it might be the special features from the extended editions. Honestly, like, those are were so... Yeah, you know, I'll just talk about that instead of the movie. You know, everyone knows the movie. I, the 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 special features in those extended editions were so just like well made. How they're the making of the movie, the making of the movie. Well, you, you, yeah, the making of and the then movie just made you like interested in movies. Just made me so interested in like making movies and uh-huh. like 
the making the, the miniatures, the bigatures, the uh, the prosthetics, the you know how they shot it, where they shot it, when they shot it. Um, just little stories about like, oh yeah, we had to do you know um, the uh, they did um, uh, the Gray Havens at like the middle of the sh- middle of the whole shoot. Mm-hmm. And like they had to do it three times because like the footage got, you know, messed up and the different like technology they use to do certain things. Just like it's just so fascinating. Just yeah. the process of how they made that movie. And there's like three six hour, you know, versions of it, you mm-hmm. know, all three movies. And they it just that just yeah, it made me so intrigued about the process of filmmaking and 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 the movies themselves are amazing too. Like you could have great special, you know, great. Yeah, I would. It's it's weird to say special features. They're like documentaries, pretty much. Right. You know, and the movies are incredible as well. I still like love the movies and how like the the music and how I feel watching them. They still look good today, and the story and all that. But just I think just watching those, you know, appendices you know, growing up just did so much for me that yeah. I just can't, I could can never replace that movie with anything else. And they made tall guys look like little they guys. They did do that. They Many different tricks. Not little, not tall guys, but they were average size guys. They made them look they like... Were, they were they smaller made them look like than average size guys. Elijah was a little guy. Yeah, they're little guys, but they made them look like real little guys. <laughs> real little they made guys. them look like real little guys. Really little boys. But uh, their feet, their feet, they those were big. Those were hairy. You got to they're see big. a lot of they're feet. Big. And they ate a lot of food. They did do that, Which too. is, wow. They did. Which goes back to seven. That's it's true. It all goes back to seven. There you go. You want some pasta? No, thanks. All right. 200 episodes, Trey. Here's for 200 more, maybe. Do you want to do 200 more? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and more next time on Super Filmscast 64.